excerpt from the first apology of justin by justin martyr one hundred to one hundred and sixty five a d this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the first apology of justin to the emperor titus ilius adrianus antoninus pius augustus caesar and to his son verissimus the philosopher and to lucius the philosopher the natural son of caesar and the adopted son of pius a lover of learning and to the sacred senate with the whole people of the romans i justin the son of priscus and grandson of bacchius natives of flavia neapolis in palestine present this address and petition in behalf of those of all nations who are unjustly hated and wantonly abused myself being one of them reason directs those who are truly pious and philosophical to honor and love only what is true declining to follow traditional opinions if these be worthless for not only does sound reason direct us to refuse the guidance of those who did or taught anything wrong but it is incumbent on the lover of truth by all means and if death be threatened even before his own life to choose to do and say what is right do you then since you are called pious and philosophers guardians of justice and lovers of learning give good heed and hearken to my address and if ye are indeed such it will be manifest for we have come not to flatter you by this writing nor please you by our address but to beg that you pass judgment after an accurate and searching investigation not flattered by prejudice or by a desire of pleasing superstitious men nor induced by irrational impulse or evil rumors which have long been prevalent to give a decision which will prove to be against yourselves for as for us we reckon that no evil can be done us unless we be convicted as evildoers or be proved to be wicked men and you you can kill but not hurt us but lest any one think that this is an unreasonable and reckless utterance we demand that the charges against the christians be investigated and that if these be substantiated they be punished as they deserve or rather indeed we ourselves will punish them but if no one can convict us of anything true reason forbids you for the sake of a wicked rumour to wrong blameless men and indeed rather yourselves who think fit to direct affairs not by judgment but by passion and every sober-minded person will declare this to be the only fair and equitable adjustment namely that the subjects render an unexceptionable account of their own life and doctrine and that on the other hand the rulers should give their decision in obedience not to violence and tyranny but to piety and philosophy for thus would both rulers and ruled reap benefit for even one of the ancients somewhere said unless both rulers and ruled philosophize it is impossible to make states blessed 
it is our task therefore to afford to all an opportunity of inspecting our life and teachings lest on account of those who are accustomed to be ignorant of our affairs we should incur the penalty due to them for mental blindness and it is your business when you hear us to be found as reason demands good judges for if when ye have learnt the truth you do not what is just you will be before god without excuse by the mere application of a name nothing is decided either good or evil apart from the actions implied in the name and indeed so far at least as one may judge from the name we are accused of we are most excellent people but as we do not think it just to beg to be acquitted on account of the name if we be convicted as evil-doers so on the other hand if we be found to have committed no offence either in the matter of thus naming ourselves or of our conduct as citizens it is your part very earnestly to guard against incurring just punishment by unjustly punishing those who are not convicted for from a name neither praise nor punishment could reasonably spring unless something excellent or base in action be proved and those among yourselves who are accused you do not punish before they are convicted but in our case you receive the name as proof against us and this although so far as the name goes you ought rather to punish our accusers for we are accused of being christians and to hate what is excellent christian is unjust again if any of the accused deny the name and say that he is not a christian you acquit him as having no evidence against him as a wrongdoer but if any one acknowledge that he is a christian you punish him on account of this acknowledgment justice requires that you inquire into the life both of him who confesses and of him who denies that by his deeds it may be apparent what kind of man each is for as some who have been taught by the master christ not to deny him give encouragement to others when they are put to the question so in all probability do those who lead wicked lives give occasion to those who without consideration take upon them to accuse all the christians of impiety and wickedness and this also is not right for of philosophy too some assume the name and the garb who do nothing worthy of their profession and you are well aware that those of the ancients whose opinions and teachings were quite diverse are yet all called by the one name of philosophers and of these some taught atheism and the poets who have flourished among you raise a laugh out of the uncleanness of jupiter with his own children and those who now adopt such instruction are not restrained by you but on the contrary you bestow prizes and honours upon those who euphoniously insult the gods why then should this be in our case who pledge ourselves to do no wickedness nor to hold these atheistic opinions you do not examine the charges made against us but yielding to unreasonable passion and to the instigation of evil demons you punish us without consideration or judgment for the truth shall be spoken 
since of old these evil demons affecting apparitions of themselves both defiled women and corrupted boys and showed such fearful sights to men that those who did not use their reason in judging of the actions that were done were struck with terror and being carried away by fear and not knowing that these were demons they called them gods and gave to each the name which each of the demons chose for himself and when socrates endeavoured by true reason and examination to bring these things to light and deliver men from the demons then the demons themselves by means of men who rejoiced in iniquity compassed his death as an atheist and a profane person on the charge that he was introducing new divinities and in our case they display a similar activity for not only among the greeks did reason logos prevail to condemn these things through socrates but also among the barbarians they were condemned by reason or the word the logos himself who took shape and became man and was called jesus christ and in obedience to him we not only deny that they who did such things as these are gods but assert that they are wicked and impious demons whose actions will not bear comparison with those even of men desirous of virtue hence we are called atheists and we confess that we are atheists so far as gods of this sort are concerned but not with respect to the most true god the father of righteousness and temperance and the other virtues who is free from all impurity but both him and the son who came forth from him and taught us these things and the host of the other good angels who follow and are made like to him and the prophetic spirit we worship and adore knowing them in reason and truth and declaring without grudging to every one who wishes to learn as we have been taught but some one will say some have ere now been arrested and convicted as evil-doers for you condemn many many a time after inquiring into the life of each of the accused severally but not on account of those of whom we have been speaking and this we acknowledge that as among the greeks those who teach such theories as please themselves are all called by the one name philosopher though their doctrines be diverse so also among the barbarians this name on which accusations are accumulated is the common property of those who are and those who seem wise for all are called christians wherefore we demand that the deeds of all those who are accused to you be judged in order that each one who is convicted may be punished as an evildoer and not as a christian and if it is clear that any one is blameless that he may be acquitted since by the mere fact of his being a christian he does no wrong for we will not require that you punish our accusers they being sufficiently punished by their present wickedness and ignorance of what is right and reckon ye that it is for your sakes we have been saying these things for it is in our power when we are examined to deny that we are christians but we would not live by telling a lie for impelled by the desire of the eternal and pure life we seek the abode that is with god the father and creator of all 
and hasten to confess our faith persuaded and convinced as we are that they who have proved to god by their works that they followed him and loved to abide with him where there is no sin to cause disturbance can obtain these things this then to speak shortly is what we expect and have learned from christ and teach and plato in like manner used to say that radamanthus and minos would punish the wicked who came before him and we say that the same thing will be done but at the hand of christ and upon the wicked in the same bodies united again in their spirits which are now to undergo everlasting punishment and not only as plato said for a period of a thousand years and if any one say that this is incredible or impossible this error of ours is one which concerns ourselves only and no other person so long as you cannot convict us of doing any harm and neither do we honor with many sacrifices and garlands of flowers such deities as men have formed and set in shrines and called gods since we see that these are soulless and dead and have not the form of god for we do not consider that god has such a form as some say that they imitate to his honor but have the names and forms of these wicked demons which have appeared for why need we tell you who already know into what forms the craftsmen carving and cutting casting and hammering fashion the materials and often out of vessels of dishonor by merely changing the form and making an image of the requisite shape they make what they call a god which we consider not only senseless but to be even insulting to god who having ineffable glory and form thus gets his name attached to things that are corruptible and require constant service and that the artificer of these are both intemperate and not to enter into particulars are practised in every vice you very well know even their own girls who work along with them they corrupt what infatuation that dissolute men should be said to fashion and make gods for your worship and that you should appoint such men the guardians of the temples where they are enshrined not recognizing that it is unlawful even to think or say that men are the guardians of gods but we have received by tradition that god does not need the material offerings which men can give seeing indeed that he himself is the provider of all things and we have been taught and are convinced and do believe that he accepts those only who imitate the excellences which reside in him temperance and justice and philanthropy and as many virtues as are peculiar to a god who is called by no proper name and we have been taught that he in the beginning did of his goodness for man's sake create all things out of unformed matter and if men by their works show themselves worthy of this his design they are deemed worthy and so we have received of reigning in company with him being delivered from corruption and suffering for as in the beginning he created us when we were not so do we consider that in like manner those who choose what is pleasing to him are on account of their choice deemed worthy of incorruption and of fellowship with him 
for the coming into being at first was not in our own power and in order that we may follow those things which please him choosing them by means of the rational faculties he has himself endowed us with he both persuades us and leads us to faith and we think it for the advantage of all men that they are not restrained from learning these things but are even urged thereto for the restraint which human laws could not effect the word inasmuch as he is divine would have effected had not the wicked demons taking as their ally the lust of wickedness which is in every man and which draws variously to all manner of vice scattered many false and profane accusations none of which attach to us and when you hear that we look for a kingdom you suppose without making any inquiry that we speak of a human kingdom whereas we speak of that which is with god as appears also from the confessions of their faith made by those who are charged with being christians though they know that death is the punishment awarded to him who so confesses and if we look for a human kingdom we should also deny our christ that we might not be slain and we should strive to escape detection that we might obtain what we expect but since our thoughts are not fixed on the present we are not concerned when men cut us off since also death is a debt which must at all events be paid and more than all other men are we your helpers and allies in promoting peace seeing that we hold this view that it is alike impossible for the wicked the covetous the conspirator and for the virtuous to escape the notice of god and that each man goes to everlasting punishment or salvation according to the value of his actions for if all men knew this no one would choose wickedness even for a little knowing that he goes to the everlasting punishment of fire but would by all means restrain himself and adorn himself with virtue that he might obtain the good gifts of god and escape the punishments for those who on account of the laws and punishments you impose endeavor to escape detection when they offend and they offend too under the impression that it is quite possible to escape your detection since you are but men those persons if they learned and were convinced that nothing whether actually done or only intended can escape the knowledge of god would by all means live decently on account of the penalties threatened as even you yourselves will admit but you seem to fear lest all men become righteous and you no longer have any to punish such would be the concern of public executioners but not of good princes but as we before said we are persuaded that these things are prompted by evil spirits who demand sacrifices and service even from those who live unreasonably but as for you we presume that you who aim at a reputation for piety and philosophy will do nothing unreasonable but if you also like the foolish prefer custom to truth do what you have power to do but just so much power have rulers who esteem opinion more than truth as robbers have in a desert and that you will not succeed is declared by the word then whom after god who begat him we know there is no ruler more kingly and just 
for as all shrink from succeeding to the poverty or sufferings or obscurity of their fathers so whatever the word forbids us to choose the sensible man will not choose that all these things should come to pass i say our teacher foretold he who is both son and apostle of god the father of all and the ruler jesus christ from whom also we have the name of christians whence we become more assured of all the things he taught us since whatever he beforehand foretold should come to pass is seen in fact coming to pass and this is the work of god to tell of a thing before it happens and as it was foretold so to show it happening if it were possible to pause here and add no more reckoning that we demand what is just and true but because we are well aware that it is not easy suddenly to change a mind possessed by ignorance we intend to add a few things for the sake of persuading those who love the truth knowing that it is not impossible to put ignorance to flight by presenting the truth what sober-minded man then will not acknowledge that we are not atheists worshipping as we do the maker of this universe and declaring as we have been taught that he has no need of streams of blood and libations and incense whom we praise to the utmost of our power by the exercise of prayer and thanksgiving for all things wherewith we are supplied as we have been taught that the only honor that is worthy of him is not to consume by fire what he has brought into being for our sustenance but to use it for ourselves and those who need and with gratitude to him to offer thanks by invocations and hymns for our creation and for all the means of health and for the various qualities of the different kinds of things and for the changes of the seasons and to present before him petitions for our existing again in incorruption through faith in him our teacher of these things is jesus christ who also was born for this purpose and was crucified under pontius pilate procurator of judea in the times of tiberius caesar and that we reasonably worship him having learnt that he is the son of the true god himself and holding him in the second place and the prophetic spirit in the third we will prove for they proclaim our madness to consist in this that we give to a crucified man a place second to the unchangeable and eternal god the creator of all for they do not discern the mystery that is herein to which as we make it plain to you we pray that you give heed for we forewarn you to be on your guard lest those demons whom we have been accusing should deceive you and quite divert you from reading and understanding what we say for they strive to hold you their slaves and servants and sometimes by appearances in dreams and sometimes by magical impositions they subdue all who make no strong opposing effort for their own salvation and thus do we also since our persuasion by the word stand aloof from them namely the demons and follow the only unbegotten god through his son we who formerly delighted in fornication 
but now embrace chastity alone we who formerly used magical arts dedicate ourselves to the good and unbegotten god we who valued above all things the acquisition of wealth and possessions now bring what we have into a common stock and communicate to every one in need we who hated and destroyed one another and on account of their different manners would not live with men of a different tribe now since the coming of christ live familiarly with them and pray for our enemies and endeavor to persuade those who hate us unjustly to live conformably to the good precepts of christ to the end that they may become partakers with us of the same joyful hope of a reward from god the ruler of all but lest we should seem to be reasoning sophistically we consider it right before giving you the promised explanation to cite a few precepts given by christ himself and be it yours as powerful rulers to inquire whether we have been taught and do teach these things truly brief and concise utterances fell from him for he was no sophist but his word was the power of god concerning chastity he uttered such sentiments as these whoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart before god and if your right eye offend thee cut it out for it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of heaven with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into everlasting fire and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced from another husband committeth adultery and there are some who have been made eunuchs of men and some who were born eunuchs and some who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake but all cannot receive this saying so that all who by human law are twice married are in the eye of our master sinners and those who look upon a woman to lust after her for not only he who in act commits adultery is rejected by him but also he who desires to commit adultery since not only our works but also our thoughts are open before god and many both men and women who have been christ's disciples from childhood remain pure at the age of sixty or seventy years and i boast that i could produce such from every race of men for what shall i say too of the countless multitude of those who have reformed intemperate habits and learned these things for christ called not the just nor the chaste to repentance but the ungodly and the licentious and the unjust his words being i came not to call the righteous but sinners to repentance for the heavenly father desires rather the repentance than the punishment of the sinner and of our love to all he taught thus if ye love them that love you what new thing do ye for even fornicators do this but i say unto you pray for your enemies and love them that hate you and bless them that curse you and pray for them that despitefully use you and that you should communicate to the needy and do nothing for glory he said give to him that asketh and from him that would borrow turn not away 
for if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive what new thing do ye even the publicans do this lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where robbers break through but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul or what shall a man give in exchange for it lay up treasure therefore in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and be ye kind and merciful as your father also is kind and merciful and maketh his son to rise on sinners and on the righteous and the wicked take no thought what ye shall eat or what ye shall put on are ye not better than the birds and the beasts and god feedeth them take no thought therefore what ye shall eat or what ye shall put on for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of these things but seek ye the kingdom of heaven and all these things shall be added unto you for where his treasure is there also is the mind of the man and do not these things to be seen of men otherwise ye have no reward from your father which is in heaven end of excerpt from the first apology of justin by justin murder one hundred to one hundred and sixty five a d